0: Hello, everyone. This is Master Coach Tony Richards here on Better Than Before on the C-Suite Radio Network. Thank you for joining me again this week. I'm so thankful, and always I have so much gratitude for our listeners that show up every single week to get a download of fresh ideas and fresh information on how to be a better-than-before leader. Today I'm going to focus on two kinds of managers, micro and macro and also, we're going to talk about measurements of accountability. So we've talked about accountability in the past. we we'll want to talk about it again today, but we also need some measurements and some data to add to it. So we'll talk about that. Management is a fascinating thing. It's definitely not for everyone. And I don't believe that it is a measurement of success. And so as I have told many people that if you have been doing a career for a reasonably long time and you don't feel successful because you haven't become a manager, those feelings may be fooling you. I don't think that everyone should become a manager. I don't think management is for everyone. And I definitely don't think that you need to be in management to consider yourself a success. If you're doing a particular job and you have that career and you're good at it and you're being compensated very nicely, then who cares? I mean, continue to take that discipline that you have in that career. Continue to push it on into greater and greater production and greater and greater performance. And as long as you believe that you're better this year than you were last year, That's success enough. Now, for those of you who do want to get into management because you believe that is the natural evolution of your particular career, then I've got some things to say to you today. It's fascinating. Management is always fascinating. Every time you think you've seen it all, you will see something new. And I basically break management down into two different kinds of styles, one you have heard of and one you may not have heard of. One is the micromanager, and the micromanager is a leader who is into the details and in the weeds, and people feel like their hands are being held and their fingers are being moved by this particular person. They feel like the micromanager is constantly looking over their shoulder, and they feel pressured by them. On the other end, there's the macro manager, and a macro manager is a visionary and a strategic leader who is so far from micromanagement, they're not maybe connected to the critical details that need to be executed. Most high effective leaders, depending on the situation, of course, move along the spectrum between macro and micro. They're constantly moving back and forth between the two in the middle. Most good leaders who micromanage tend to do so when maybe performance isn't delivering as they thought it would. They haven't developed essential delegation and strategic thinking skills as they've progressed in their careers. And there is also a lack of crystal clear accountability or a system to understand how people are doing. And you feel like you're throwing someone out in the middle of the ocean without any life preserver at all. And so... A lot of times when I go into a company for the first time and start trying to help the CEO and the executive team, one of the things I find out is that expectations are about as clear as mud. And it's unfair to evaluate someone, particularly someone who has been tagged as an underperformer, without any data or without any measurement system. So when I start working with a new executive team, I always try to make sure that expectations for every person has been made crystal clear, and then let's measure and see how they deliver on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually basis before we start forming opinions on their level of performance. It's also a way that we can verify the CEO has proper perspective on key people's active performance in the company. So let's talk about evaluating the performance of an executive One of the things that I want to make sure about is that there are adequate measurement systems to make sure at the high level, when we go to evaluate a performance of an executive, we want to make sure that five things are covered. Number one, financial accountability. So their area of responsibility on the income or the balance sheet of the company is clarified. Two, operational accountability. So the key performance indicators for the operational health of the part of the business that they are supposed to be managing. Number three, strategic accountability. The specific goals they and their team are responsible for executing every 90 days. So we go on this 13-week sprint that has strategically been laid out, And we have specific priorities for that 13 weeks. And so that that is what we call strategic accountability. Number four, team development accountability. So specific actions they're going to take with every person, each individual of their team to either sustain or improve their performance and contribution. And this is where most leaders are falling short. They're not thinking very much about the development of their people, right? They have handed that over or relegated that to the HR training department. And I don't believe in that. I think that executive in that area and those team members need to have team development accountability. There needs to be an individual plan for every person on their team. And five, behavior accountability and behavior accountability is directly tied to the core values of the organization. That's how we know proper behavior is being demonstrated is if they are in alignment with the core values and very seldom have I ever gone into an organization where all these accountabilities are laid out and they're all crystal clear. And it's such a critical piece for leaders to get correct because without it, It's a failure of the leader or the organization, not the team member. It's the executive's failure. And so when you have these five areas in place, there's a lot less need for overly involved micro looking over your shoulder management. The executive or leader knows exactly what they need to do to self-manage and what needs to be done to meet priorities. That, by the way, when we do our evaluation And we have an assessment tool that we use to measure 25 skill sets of every leader that we're working with. And one of those skill sets that's always pretty low, I mean, I would say it usually comes in somewhere around anywhere from number 17 to number 25 in the list after all the data is gathered, self-management, it all needs to be worked on. So this process I'm talking about is just another tool or group of tools that help that executive know exactly what they need to do to self-manage and what they need to do to meet their priorities. Also, an executive's performance can be objectively evaluated based on facts and data, not just opinion. You'll know if a lack of results is due to a lack of clear expectations and communications, or if it's a capability problem, or a capacity problem. So you need a structured system and monthly and quarterly meetings and annual reviews to manage and review progress on goals and expectations. You'll remember last year, you might want to go back into our archives and catch some of those shows that I did about execution, where we talked about daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual meetings that are set up as base camps as we're trying to climb the mountain of success. Sir Edmund Hillary, when he successfully climbed Mount Everest, one of the main reasons he was able to do it was they set up base camps along the side of the mountain. They didn't just try to climb it all in one climb. They would climb a few thousand feet. They would find their base camp, take a break, have some food, rest, and then get to the next base camp and then the next base camp. And that's what we are trying to do. In organizations we work with is we set up these weekly base camps, monthly base camps, quarterly and semi-annually and annually base camps, checking in and checking on our facts and data to see how we're doing. If you think that you might be a micromanager or have people who don't meet your expectations, you might want to check yourself and look to see If you're crystal clear on all five points of accountability that I just mentioned, check those out. Many CEOs that I have worked with anyway are pretty strategic and they run almost so loose that sometimes it creates chaos and the micromanagers run so tight that it creates a lot of unnecessary or invaluable friction. The thing I'd like to say about it is if you're a micromanager And you likely are. It's like with any growth opportunity we have, becoming aware of it and then admitting it as a first step is the best thing you can do. You can't fix anything you're not highly aware of. So if you want to just admit and say, I'm aware I'm a micromanager, then you can get to work on being better and have higher level of performance. And I'm sure all the people around you that you're working with would really appreciate it. Most people want to admit it. I just say, you know, it's almost like going to AA or something. The first step is admission that, hey, I'm a micromanager and I need to do something about it. Help me. Right. Well, that's our show today. I hope you gain some value out of it. So we talked about micromanagement and macromanagement and five individual areas of accountability with measurements that you need to be looking at as you're managing yourself and managing your people. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards Four. special. Thanks as always to our producer, Tessa Hall. You can join me on Facebook on our Facebook page. It's absolutely free. Tony Richards, speaker, author, coach. And if you'd like to get my Monday morning memo, We get all kinds of great compliments on the weekly Monday memo that we send out every Monday morning right before work, and it comes to your inbox. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to my website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. You're on the homepage. You scroll down to the bottom of the homepage. You'll see a box. Put your email address in there. Hit the subscribe button, and that's all you got to do. And starting on the next Monday, coming around, you'll get an email from me every single Monday morning called the Monday Morning Memo. And there will be three big ideas from me, three short and concise ideas that you may find value in. You'll get an article from me on something that I've written about or I've taught about or had in workshops or maybe something I've been thinking about lately. And you'll get a key question to journal on. At the bottom of every memo. So tons of value for absolutely nothing but your email address one time in the homepage of our website. And then the Monday memo will come to you every Monday morning. I hope you subscribe because we get lots and lots of feedback that's good on our Monday memo. Well, until I see you here again next week on the C-Suite Radio Network on your favorite podcast, Better Than Before, I'm your host, Tony Richards, always reminding you and making sure that you don't forget that everything gets better when you get better.